Welcome to Health Currents Radio. I'm Ellen Goldsmith, your host. This show is all about transforming your life through your health. We're going to meet people who've done that, give you the resources to work on it, and share information that inspires and motivates you to make positive changes in your life. My passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. Thank you to our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic located in downtown Portland, Oregon. You can find Pearl Natural Health at pearlnaturalhealth.com. Today on Health Currents Radio, we are incredibly pleased and honored to be speaking with Bob Moore, founder of Bob's Red Mill here in Portland, Oregon, and he's here in the studio with us. I want to tell you a little bit about Bob and his story. Uh, Bob and his wife, Charlie, have been true to their vision of health and well-being. The company, Bob's Red Mill, located here in Portland, Oregon, values trust, honesty, and integrity, and it's packed into each of their more than 284 whole grain products that they mill and package. And his story is a remarkable one of resilience and rebuilding, rebuilding his company at the tender age of 59. So for all you people out there who think you're too old, you aren't. On February 15th, Bob will celebrate his 84th birthday, and he continues to work every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and he told me today he started at 7, and he's involved in every aspect of the company. He and his wife, Charlie, and their commitment to health not only speaks through the products that his company sells, but from the generous gifts he's made to the Oregon Health Science University to create the Bob and Charlie Moore Institute for Nutrition and Wellness. They are part of the development of the Moore Family Center for Whole Grain Foods at Oregon State University and are generous collaborators and supporters of the National College of Natural Medicine's Ending Childhood Obesity Project. This is a free community-based nutrition program that teaches families how to create healthy meals on a plant-based whole grain diet. In 2011, Bob and Charlie also funded Charlie's Kitchen, which I can say from personal experience is a beautiful new state-of-the-art teaching kitchen to educate the community and is used by the Ending Childhood Obesity Project. And in 2010, in a time of great economic upheaval, Bob and his business partners gave the employees of Bob's Red Mill in the form of an ESOP, an employee stock ownership plan, the business to carry on. Bob, I cannot tell you, it is such a pleasure to have you. Welcome to Health Currents Radio. Well, thank you for asking me, Alan. Great. And I, I want to make a comment on the ESOP. I remind my people, although the process of paying it off, it's a wee bit expensive, but I keep telling my people, one of these days, you're going to own this business, and mm -hmm. I'm not. So they're stealing themselves for the impact of ownership, which I'm so thrilled about. So we're starting this year to have our first real get-together with as many of our employees as we can stuff in to uh, one uh, auditorium and uh, go over how well the company did last year. So we're, we're preparing our people to own a company, and that company will be Bob's Red Mill Natural Foods. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm very, <laughs> very, very excited about it. So, Bob, your commitment to health really started with your own and your family's. Well, we were fortunate enough, my wife was fortunate enough to have a grandmother uh, that uh, was really into whole grains many, many years ago in the 50s, and she gave us books 
uh, by Adele Davis and Gaylord Hauser and uh, and Rodell at that time uh, had just started uh, prevention and whatnot. So this was back in the 1950s, and although I uh, rejected all of it, I was a heavy smoker and oh dear, I just didn't have any focus. But we ended up having three boys, and it gradually got serious about things. And Charlie's cooking and baking was just so incredible, coming from whole grains. And she drugged me off to the uh, one or two small health food stores that were, even at that time, were in town. So I have to say that I was really an easy mark for <laughs> conversion to whole grains and, and the smell of whole grains and whatnot. Uh, it was an easy sell for me, especially with the wonderful food that uh, Charlie uh, has always done. And at that time, she was particularly interested in feeding her family uh, what she and Adele Davis and her grandmother and some of the others thought was a good diet. So how did it change you, eating, going to well, being a smoker? Well, it didn't today? really change me too much because— uh, I quit smoking, for one thing, but that wasn't until my father died at a very young age, uh, at 49, and that was three packs of cigarettes a day. And I guess I saw the light on that and, and finally quit smoking. But um, I think we had a healthier, uh, healthier way of life. I know we did. Uh, one thing that, gee, I don't know, it's— uh, we had a kind of a policy at the house that when the boys got a little bit older, we only had things in the house, food and the refrigerator and in the pantry and things that uh, we either grew ourselves because we had a five-acre uh, dairy goat farm. But the the philosophy was this, that what we're going to have at the home is what we believe is is healthy. We didn't have pop and some of the other things. And... It, you know, it's you have to develop a philosophy of not hating or anything like that, but just saying, okay, here, we're going to eat this way. Now, if you boys are at your friend's house and your father drives by and you got a pop in your hand, don't buy the thing. I'm not against it, but we feel that the healthier things uh, are whole grains and the foods that we were eating. So for you know, five or six years, maybe a little bit longer, seven years perhaps, we really did have the attention of the boys. They were young enough to listen to us, and <laughs> and it brought us together as a family. So um, I won't—it sounds, when I tell it like that, it sounds like that was the big focus of our whole life, and it really wasn't. But they bought into it. Kids are—kids will surprise you. Uh They've always been wonderful. The boys are in the milling business. Two two of my th of our three sons are in the milling business, and they help us. They supply some of our products from Redding, California, where we first started. But this thing of of educating your kids, if you have, but you have to do it yourself. It it's not you can It's not like you can say, okay, well, do it the way I tell you, but not the way I do it. My wife and I ate pretty well, and her. Baking and cooking was impressive. And, uh, well, we canned and we did all kinds of things like that. So it was a period of time when the boys uh, were asked to do things that uh, we all did. Right. And I'm not sure every household can do that. But if you can or if you want to try it, it's it's I think it's worthwhile. It was certainly worthwhile in our life. Yes, absolutely. And I'm taking a big leap here now because <laughs> the leap is to 
you've expanded the house, so to speak, by these generous gifts you've given to to disseminate uh, healthy eating and cooking and really helping to uh, kind of pull back the tide of chronic disease that's ca- caused from an unhealthy diet out into these programs that you've you've funded. And I, I, I just wish you could talk a little bit about well, that. Well, I try because a lot of this was my wife's focus and a lot of it was some of my people, uh, Bob's Red Mill people that have helped us uh, to focus our attention on important things such as NCNM and uh, OHSU and, and, uh, and OSU. And the, these institutions particularly portions of them who are concerned with health and and uh, a better health healthy world uh, caught our attention now understand that when you when you create an ESOP uh, and and then the company pays you off and gives the shares to the employees it, it I don't it's complicated and probably would be a little bit difficult to go in here but the fact of the matter is that that I've actually sold the business, my interest to the ESOP, and then the ESOP is given to the employee. So right, they're not the paying employees. anything for it. Right, that's the employee. There's there's an interim financing, and it takes it's going to take about nine years for the whole thing. We're about three years into it now, but I, I'm trying to explain where I got the money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't make it from fat profits or anything, but... Uh, because we had this money that was coming to us and still do, we committed to doing things and looked about and had lots of help in the community to help us to look about where that money could be directed to uh, uh, to do good. And the the uh, uh, the uh, um, various programs that we've created, building kitchens. Uh, NCM didn't even have a kitchen, so they had a place for one. So we we, we put a million dollars into, uh, and, and it's a absolutely fantastic kitchen. We're so pleased with it. The grand opening was here a month or two ago, and Charlie and I went up along with a few of our other people. And it's being used uh, vigorously oh, to yes. help people understand health. And, and of course, you know, I got into the whole grain business. Do you mind if I dive? No, please, uh, please digress I think it's important that here's, here's the whole thing. I was in the automotive business. I've been an entrepreneur. I love business. I, I, I love working with people and everything. And, uh, I've done that all my life, actually. But I wanted to make a change in my life that I felt uh, was doing something I, I believed in. And nothing I believed in anymore was the whole grains and, and that, that way of life. So um, through, through the books that uh, were given to us for healthy eating and things, and then another book I read, which was John Goffey's Mill. No one's ever heard of that. It's a, a, a book written by a fellow who inherited a flour mill, an old water-powered flour mill, and he got it going, and the, uh, he, made, he made whole wheat flour and cornmeal and things like that. This was in Bedford, New, uh, New Hampshire, and I picked up the book in the library and read it, and it was my total inspiration for what to do with my life, and that is that I could make whole grains, and people would come and buy it, and that I could be doing something I believed in, but still working and still earning a living. And those were the focus 
points of my life uh, in the um, late 1960s and early 1970s to such a point that in 1972, uh, with two of my three boys, we were able to get some millstones, get the equipment, and open the door of Moore's Flour Mill. Now, that started us off on this whole thing, everything that I'm here sitting talking about, because I found myself working every day making something, whole grains, that was healthy so that it was a unique thing. Uh, The more I sold, the more money I made, but also the healthier people got that bought the product. So it was, in my humble view, was an ideal way of life. And I've been doing that now for, this is my 41st year of milling flours and cereals and and making mixes and selling products that I truly believe in. And and that's the uniqueness of of Bob's Red Mill that we are doing that. So Bob as you were talking I was thinking about what is a really a sustainable business in the sense Bob's Red Mill is truly sustainable not only in the values that the business holds but in in producing real whole foods for people, for providing education at Bob's Red Mill, for giving gifts that actually support educating and reaching out in the community to turn around this epidemic of obesity and chronic disease caused from eating poorly is truly sustainable. Well, I hope it is because it's been around for a long time and it's it's the most basic food on the planet, uh, whole grains and and fruits and vegetables, of course. I don't right. sell those, but uh, the part that I do sell is a very sustainable uh, business, and I, I'm, I'm just thrilled that it, it's my life. And But, you know, I made the choice, Ellen. I mean, um, I didn't just fall into it. I, I Yes, I did read a book that directed me a little bit in one direction, but the, once this thing started, I'm the one that got up early in the morning and worked all night a few times. And uh, so, if you believe in something, uh, it's uh, it's worth it's worthwhile. And yes, I've been successful. I've been financially successful. Uh, but as I tell my people continuously, we have to have something left at the end of the month if we're going to continue this wonderful environment that we've created for ourselves, working together, enjoying what we do, and feeling good about what we make. Um, it, it has to be profitable. It's, it's, it's not a nonprofit. It, it, and with the profits, we've been able to help the community. Um, I know there's a lot of people doing this, Ellen. I'm not the only one in the world sure. that's, that's been thoughtful and, and trying to do this. And I have to admit, my wife is probably more of a, an energy in some of this than I am. But uh, I, I truly believe in what we're doing is the right thing. Right. After all, you can't take it with you. No, you can't take it with you. No. But, you know, just observing um, the the benefits that I've seen in the ECHO program, and I myself teach a, the medicinal use of food from a Chinese medicine perspective, you know, you see the benefits that people get from this, and that is is uh, fuel for to keep going. It makes I, me go. It keeps you going. It gets me up in the morning. Right. And I, I, I truly, of course, I have my wonderful retail outlet, the uh, right. the whole grain store. And so I'm able to talk with people when I go over there all the time. I try to, sometimes I eat breakfast and lunch there, but uh, most of the time I'm just there for lunch. 
but it's just wonderful to talk to people and 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 hear people kind of testimonies and stuff about uh, well you can lose weight and you can feel better and you can live longer and uh, if you get away from some of the the everyday foods that people unfortunately spend their time eating right in terms of the legacy that you're creating through the company itself, through the gifts you've given, through the programs that are out there because of, of, of what you've really envisioned um, for people. What do you hope for in people in terms of their health, in terms of uh, learning about eating in, in a more healthful way, et cetera? What, do you have a... Yes, I do. Okay. I, I hope that... I can be witness to folks that have turned their lives, their healthy lives around and have focused on eating better, mainly fruits, vegetables, uh, whole grains. And, and then that testimony, the, the, the wonderful thing, results of it all is their health. And uh, I'm exposed enough to people to have the opportunity to have folks tell me how much better they feel and the weight they've lost and and whatnot and it, it all goes together to to uh, give you purpose, give me purpose in my case uh, to continue the business. And I'm um, Ellen. Some of the stuff that I'm saying to you now has inspired me to try to go uh, worldwide and not try. Actually, we are in about 71 countries now. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to list them off now. <laughs> I won't. Uh, but uh, we were really having very good luck with uh, getting distributors. That's the main thing in in Europe. And in uh, we're working on China. That's a lot, a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Australia and, and, and uh, um, well, just all over. And... Um, so my my desire and my energy to expand the business uh, so that everyone can benefit from whole grains is it's fun uh, it's it's challenging it's it's delightful and it it gives me the opportunity to work with some of the nicest people our distributors are uh, I travel a lot uh, go to shows and things where I'm where people want to talk to me as you're doing. And um, so I can do these benefits, and I guess before I'm too old to be able to do that, I'm still kicking around pretty good right now. I, <laughs> I haven't missed a lick yet, but uh, it, it, the, the success of the business has inspired me to be, I guess, more successful and to try to spread whole grains everywhere we can. Well, I, I know you've been doing a fantastic job, even... The, the beginnings of the Ending Challenge Obesity Project, the ECHO Project through the National College of Natural Medicine, NCNM, has been a tremendous success. And and as I shared with you before we started the program uh, from Lao Tzu and the Tao Te Ching, one grain, 10,000 grains, and the grain that you started with your your company has is now sprouting in many other people's lives, and and hopefully they're, they're spreading the gift of health as well because it's just a a gift that keeps on giving and I want to thank you for the gift you've given so many people and that you continue to give. Thank you, Ellen. It's a a pleasure to, to speak with you today. Thank you so much, Bob. That's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ellen Goldsmith. 
My passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. Thank you again to our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic located in downtown Portland, Oregon. You can find Pearl Natural Health at pearlnaturalhealth.com. You can listen to Health Currents Radio and connect with us on communityradio.fm slash healthcurrentsradio. Find us on iTunes, download us on the mobile app Stitcher, or join in the conversation at facebook.com slash healthcurrentsradio. We want to know how you are transforming your life through your health. Please join us next week when we speak with Kurt Ellis, co-creator of the nationally acclaimed film King Corn, co-founder and executive director of Food Corps, a service organization with a nationwide team of leaders that connects kids to real food and helps them grow up healthy.